Weezy taught me that. What? You know, I'm just a man out here trying to... Pokemon battle begin! Maybe LeBron just needs some competition. Someone to go... I think Bitcoin has a PR problem. I actually brought these, so if I was going to cut onions, I'd wear them. Entertainers for the children. We teach the children. You know what I mean? Right. Like, what, is he, wasn't he in special ed? Where's the quality? And we live, baby, yeah. We're back. This is some episode of the Positive Overthinker Podcast. 30, 40 something. I'd, I'd be trying to keep up, but. This is the 6,000 episode. There we go. I like that. Year 2064. I'm your humble but gracious host, E. I'm here with the gang. A few good gentlemen. A few good men. I'm better than good, nigga. Don't disrespect. A few I'm great men. Great men, wise men in here. It's true. It's true. We're better than good. These are all great men, great thinkers, Very great dark, creatives. Got you in that movie. What made you calm today? Like, Something happened. To, yeah, it is hot in space. But for some reason, Dregard is calm today. Said it like something like there was a story behind it. Is all I was saying. My cat fucking got ran over. Your cat got ran over? Yeah. Oh got shit. Ran over. And life just feels. And I don't know. I just feel weird. This week one of those weeks for me, where life just feels upside down. You, you lost a pet. I'm. Just, I'm just it's not even about the pet. It's been feeling upside down, but the pet added on to the fuck shit. Like, that shit added on, but I've already been feeling kind of off. So I'm just here now. And I was like, you know what, maybe this is the week for me to just chill and not be high power. Let me see that. Let me see a grinder before you move around. Hey, man. Losing the pet ain't easy, man. It's not. Yeah. I, I've only had uh, a fish in my life. I had a cat, and that was hard because um, I had to get a little motherfucker away. I snuck the motherfucker in the crib. Had him under a little laundry basket in my room while I left the crib. My mom didn't know. But then I had, you know, I had realized that I can't keep doing that because I have an upstairs uh, house. And I, you know, I can't have this cat fall down the steps. I was like, I can't live with myself. <laughs> I had a baby kid drop. <laughs> I don't think cats fall. Oh, no, they fall. Do they stand down their feet? The question. Most time they do. Not when they're young. Well, when they have to get older, they start. Yeah, they learn that. So you know, I was, I was, I had, I had a cat. I snuck this cat in here. This cat, you know, this one of my past women in my life. You know, I had, she had a kid. She wanted it. Her mom didn't want her to keep it at her crib, so I kept it in mind. And then, you know, my mom found out, and that was that. She said, "No, sir. cat kitty I don't like those things." I was trying to convince them that, bro. Trying to convince them that, but cat found a new home. Sure, he's alright. He's all black. No, you good out there, black. You want to be probably like your fifth life right now. She's going crazy. Yeah, I lost my first dog, Foxy. Whatever Foxy is out in the world. Who's Lossy sold that damn dog? She sold Foxy. <laughs> they lied to you. Yeah. They got it, guy boy. She said, she said Foxy ran away. Your dad sold it to the neighbors. <laughs> oh 
my god. That's some shit. That's some shit. That looks like my dog. That ain't my dog. Bro, they said the dog ran away. I ain't never seen that dog. Probably not even that. Probably a good fifty. Hey, come on, man. Feel <laughs> good about his dog, man. Dog. I think that was my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you bring up no about a dog when everybody else is out here having our deep dive about our lost pussy in life. It wasn't. It wasn't that that close to me. That one. I just gave up a dog. Hollywood. I. I I, I pretty much put together. I knew the mother, or I had to own the mother, and I still own the father. But I had to get rid of uh, Hollywood. She was, she felt ill. She felt like she didn't want to be a celebrity no more. Nah, she was, she, she was done. That's so flex, flex. Who's flex? Flex. Didn't sell him. No, I don't know flex. Who's flex? Game dog. They're all game dogs. They have like for fighting. I know there's dogs for hunting, but what is uh space and eating hunting for? Oh, we work. Yeah. The exactly. dog just came from that lady. Yeah, putting that dog's life to make it a domestic animal. I don't want it to be wild, hey. chasing and hunting for its family. We all humans are so selfish, you know. It's all dogs. Just domesticating animals against their will. Even those little. Chihuahuas are 99.9% wolf or whatever. So that's what animals are for? They're made to be domesticated? No, that's what dogs are for. What? No. Dogs come from a wolf type of breed. So you think dogs are like... Not type of breed, deep. I'm not talking about... Exactly. I'm not talking about hunting. I'm talking about domesticating. Domesticating? Yeah. So you have this over wild dog. You think dogs are meant to be domesticated? Some places do have a bunch of wild dogs in the street in like South America. There's a mongrel dog out there. There's a mongrel. It's Skinny as hell. But obviously, you think these dogs are just linking up and having sex? Or no, it's humans breeding them for their own sole purpose to market and sell and make money. There'd be no such thing as a Yorkie without humans. I got a homeboy. I got a homeboy that, that, that has, he sells Frenchies. It's a lucrative business. Like, he, says, he got Frenchies, but like, y'all's my homeboy. Um, I used to sell dogs. Boutique Kennel. Shout out to Boutique Kennel, black owned business. He sells dogs anywhere for like four to six for them French dogs. Yeah. Freedom shits, and they nice, they really good looking dogs. My dog, uh. Four to six K. My, yeah, my dog Jesus got a, a nice, got a. So do these a dogs set. have any say in where they're gonna be in the world? No, it doesn't matter what the dog wants to do. Maybe they just want to roam the streets of Brazil. Frenchies ain't roaming those streets. What if Frenchies do? They can just like roam your living room? Frenchies would die out. Like, if there were nobody to take care of Frenchies, they would die out because they can't reproduce. You have to have a doctor to make more Frenchies. What? French Bulldogs? Yeah. They have to be artificially inseminated. So that male dog is never. So wait, what about how are these niggas breeding dogs then? They getting the semen and they're putting, and they're putting it in there. So they're not letting their dogs have they sex. They can't physically have sex. Frenchies bulldogs can't have sex. No. I did not. Can't physically do it. Nah, no, I don't have a pet. <laughs> you said you had a fish. Fish is dope. I want oh, a fish my, tank. Well, shout out. You know what's funny? I want a fish tank. Very funny story. 
I think I might have to make a little music search back on this one. Um, you know, funny. Uh, Capo was the name of my fish. So oh, I named my fish. It was a red Japanese fighting fish. It was a red fish, and I think I named him Capo around the time Jim Jones dropped the Capo album. And I, I was, you know, I just fucked with that album, and I liked that album. I was like, yo, Capo's a cool word. And I named him Capo, man. Maybe that's why I fuck with Jim Jones so much. I named a fish after him, kind of. That's important. You name something that you see every day around this house. I was like easily like, I don't know, I don't know when did the capital house drop? Should have to drop sometime mid 2010 or something like that. But your cat getting ran over. Did you see it get run over? No, he found the remains. That's what Yeah, bro. Like in your driveway or like in no, the street? I was, driving, I was driving out the little neighborhood and shit. And like as I made the little right turn I drove like 50 feet nigga I just see a whole black body laying down and I immediately my heart jumped I was like fuck that's the cat I was like fuck that's that motherfucker bro. he was asking already around the way he told me he was asking on the trail like where the cat at where the cat at and they were like oh, no, nobody knew where the cat was at everyone and he thought, drives out yeah, and I drive out like that. yeah but no, nobody know. everyone still thinks the cat just ran away no one knows that it got yeah, ran away, yes. Like, it got ran over. It got ran over. So you're the only one that knows? You didn't tell anybody? No, nah, because they... Can't they don't think they care. So they no do care. They do care, but it's, it's... Too much animals die over there, bro. There's going to be the second animal this year that died. I can't do that. What was the first one? A dog. And they buried it behind. It just died. I don't know how it died. I was smoking. I looked to the side. I'm like... Thinking the dog just... Sleep. Nigga... I'm looking for real. I'm like, oh, this that dog is dead. That dog's not breathing. Yeah, I was like, that then I see oh my, my cousin God. digging a hole in the front of the house. I'm like, bro, what are oh you doing? God. He's like, I'm digging a grave. I was like, bro, don't what? dig a grave for your dog in here. I was like, call somebody and get a proper burial for the shit. Why not? I'm, 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 no, they ended up burying it behind the crib. They, they, oh, yeah, yeah they are behind the crib. So, yeah, so that would be the second animal. That so you died. think they would like try to bury the cat? Oh, no, it's just going to be too much emotional emotional ties. With, my folks are older. They're older people, older mm. seniors. So okay, the okay. cat was like their form of happiness, entertainment and shit. Right, but you don't think they deserve to know? I mean, it's almost better than just ran away. It's sometimes it's, it's easier just to say things and hold on Bro, to it. Bro, you don't know the people I'm emotionally dealing with. Right? So that's why it's better for me to this. What if they rent. see it? Did you like clean it no up? No one saw it. I made. Uh, I drove by what again. If they and they saw, what up. if they saw it? They would have brought it up. They would have said. The and they like, out. I don't know how to bring it to the Dre car. They're not gonna do it. They would have set the cat down. To the when I went home yesterday, they put the food out. Oh my god! Thinking the cat was gonna come back. Hey, so, you gotta tell these people that's mentally fucked up. That's not mentally. You fucked got these people up. waiting for the cat to come home that's dead. Or bring a new cat. How long are you gonna wait? Bro, it's not even my fault. I just seen this shit, man. So I don't, I don't know how, like, I had to break it down. I'm in the hard place. Yeah, it's not your fault, but this yeah. responsibility was placed yeah. in your lap, being the only person that knows this information. Yeah. I respect it, like, respecting Give them time, you know. To, but they deserve to know just as much as you know. I get you. It's a hard decision. I say hard. Because like, what if they're sitting there going to bed, praying that the cat comes tomorrow, like? <laughs> And Dragon out here just walking in the crib like, good night, y'all. Crying himself to sleep about his sad cat. And everybody in the next room sitting there praying the cat come home. 
you in a depressed state, not fucking with everybody in the house, and everybody's like, damn, what's wrong with him? It's easy to do that shit, bro. I ain't gonna lie, like, you know what? They always say what comes, what's in the dark comes to light, however. You know what I mean? All his greatest quotes. And they're not gonna find out about this cat, Unless you, unless unless you don't tell, tell them. them. We'll they find said out. They ran away. So you think it's better to run with the runaway story? On the next shit, episode. Man. They don't know that. <laughs> they don't know I know anything, bro. Do you think that's better? That I just keep my mouth shut? Yeah. At, at this point, yeah. You know what's funny about this? This is a callback to the Where the Fuck is DQ episode. I listened to that episode. Man. You got some bars off of this. You got a couple. You're talking about how unconventional you are and how you're hard-headed as fuck. That's how it would be perceived. That you don't like listening to your roots. Yeah. And there's not only but so much your roots could do for you. Oh, when I said I felt like my my first tribe, like my birth tribe, it's like they can't. I your can't, family. Yeah, I like can't learn from them. Initially, that you like, there's nothing they can teach you. Yeah, I feel like I, I don't. I feel nothing. like I feel like there's nothing like. I think you can my, grow from my birth tribe. Yeah, so like, that is your birth tribe because as you grow older, you gain, you meet more people, and you. But my birth tribe. I feel like a lot of those issues that you have in your birth tribe, I think, because you are so personally close to them. I am super close to these niggas. That's the thing I hate. It's like I'm detached, but also I love these niggas to my fucking heart. Like you're, supposed to, you're supposed to, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm supposed There's to. Wrong but with that. You but it's that. like it's to the point where it's like I, I'm so I'm so personally I'm so personally close to these motherfuckers, man. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm so personally close to these niggas, bro. And I talk to them on levels that like really talk to them. Is that I get to like sometimes I I, I don't view them as like my aunt, my uncle, my cousin no more. I view them as a human know. being now. And now I see, and I because you're an adult, right? Yeah, I'm an adult now. You mm-hmm. feel me? So I see them for who they is, and then right. I realize their shortcomings. Mm. I realize, like, I have shortcomings too. So, but I realize their shortcomings and realize where I'm trying to go. Mm. Certain mindsets yeah. can't serve yeah. me no more. Yeah, so it's not no disrespectful. No, you, you, like, said, I'm you, said, you said all. You said all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not shutting. Sure. I love my family. I got exactly what you yeah. meant. I can. Um, well, I even call back. It's funny because you say that. I'm glad you said those points. Uh, because it, it even ties into the point that I was talking about before the pod with the whole lost souls. Like, they're lost individuals, too. You know what I mean? And it's the hardest moment, like y'all was talking about. Like, the hardest moment is realizing somebody might be a regular individual or they might be, you know what I mean? They're not all what you thought they were. Somebody's and, and a hater. Like, you never thought they would be a Bigger than hater. Like no, no, no. Like, your fam, like, so your fam's like... A real fuck bigger than hater. Your bitch. mom, your mom doesn't ad- adhere to your unconventional thinking or think certain things about the government like this that you know are blatantly lies. Your mom believes in it or religion or however. Um, I feel like that's just very. It's just funny how it ties into that whole thing about the lost souls. I feel like it's about it's about a place of being vulnerable. Like I feel like Wallow was being very vulnerable. Shout out to Bori on his project Lost Souls. Solid project, my guy. Um. D-O-R-Y, Bory. Uh, he had a Wallow skit on the end of it, and it was very talking about, like, it was a very vulnerable skit. It's talking about how he's lost, regardless. We all are lost in this world. And I feel like it, it takes a certain amount of vulnerability for you to admit that, and then it takes another strength of vulnerability to accept it, and, not even say live it, accept it, and then express it. So you could express it, living it, or whatever, or you can express and tell somebody, however, but that's a whole other step. 
because you have to get to the point of realizing that that's what you need. You don't, you need to absorb this and you have to get vulnerable about this and open up about this. Then you have to think that that's going to work and then realize that that was better off. And then you got to live with that and live on accordingly like that. I feel like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a very, I think it's a very, very touching point because I think that's something that's a needed, needed thing in this world right now. If people were more vulnerable, a lot of things would have happened. I don't think if, if that kid was uh, was more vulnerable about what he did when he did that shooting in Texas, he was more vulnerable and easy to say, I really need help about being accepted. Or I, ha- I feel the need to bully or whatever, whatever. I don't think you get to that point. You know what I mean? I feel like people have to have a certain persona, they do certain things because they feel like they have to be respected by such, and they're scared to admit, you know, about certain things in life. I feel like we all are. We're all human. Vulnerability, bro. I'll tell you about that shit because I write politics about it, bro. And that's, that's my, like, purpose. I'm telling niggas to express emotion and be balanced with your emotion. Not, don't express so much where you look like a bitch, but don't express one where it's like you're emotionless. Find that healthy balance that's perfect for you. Everyone has their has their unique balance, whatever it is. But to get some hard time. Yeah, but vulnerability, bro, that it goes into you don't want to be judged, bro. You feel me? You don't want to be judged by whoever the fuck it is, especially as a man. You talking about it's easy for a woman to be vulnerable. You accept that, but as a man to be vulnerable, you gotta deal with a lot of um ridicule and shit. Niggas saying, Oh, you a bitch. Why you complaining? He shouldn't be doing this. A man not supposed to be doing this, doing that. And all you're trying to do is just, just express how you feel. You feel I me? Mean? It's really express how you feel. And with that, a lot of people, niggas are scared of that. These men in general are scared to express that to their homies or whoever. And, um. Okay. But noticing that, do you go to the extreme to prove that wrong? Do you go no, to the- I don't. There's no point to it. What you do? I'm gonna take you here as far as your earrings. Would you go and to fight that same, to fight that same sentiment? My earrings is vulnerability. I'm just saying, but come out, come out. But let's bring it back to this. To fight that same sentiment is someone saying men are supposed to do this, men are supposed to do that. Would you go as far to the opposite ends to say, you know what, men can wear dangly earrings? Yeah. So are you doing it just because? To make to prove that point, or are you doing it because you I feel? Do it because I like this is me. Because you genuinely I feel. I, when I wear my earrings, I've been wearing my earrings for what six, seven, eight years, and it started off with hoop, hoop earrings before I got to the day. I've been doing this shit. This ain't new. This I know. So, I I do this for me. I do this because this is how I express myself. I get my tattoos. Got to express myself. I, I wear pink because that's how I express myself. I'm just me, and with that, I feel like I inspire. I'm inspiring people to really truly be them. And be balanced. We're human, bro. We gotta balance our feminine energies and masculine energies. And I feel like, and I feel, I feel like I'm like an embodiment of that shit. Where I can wear earrings and still be masculine. Nigga can't be like, oh, you gay? No, nigga. Like I'll still punch you in your shit, bro. You're not gonna say I'm not about my business. And I can't be. I can't be provided because I wear earrings and I like wearing pink and shit. No. I'm go- I want to be a provider. I want to take care of family. It doesn't mean I'm feminine because of that. I'm just balanced with my shit and I'm comfortable in my skin. And I just feel like a lot of people need to get to that point. A lot of people go to, and there's a lot of over overcompensation with masculinity. 
when niggas don't got a father and niggas feel like you gotta be monk, you gotta be a gangster, you gotta do all this extra shit to be this type of nigga. You said to Tim, bro? Yeah. Appreciate you. What's up, G? Okay, but again, that 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 takes it back. Appreciate you. Oh yeah. That takes it back to uh, again the the whole reason. Do you think if you didn't, if nobody ever told you men are supposed to do this, would you naturally do this, or would you do it just to prove to go against the grain? Is that something you would naturally do? trying to put it in like a, a easier way the fact that you've been confronted with the male stipulation type shit yeah you feel like or I'm asking do you think that you, you're it's more of a rebellion than it is actually something that I would naturally do I would naturally do this or I might do this because Bro, Somebody I naturally said. do this, bro. No one, bro. I didn't have no man. To, bro, I had male figures in my life and shit, and they're like the whole masculine, like Batman for dead. Like they're not on none of this shit. You feel me? When they see me walking with the errands, they don't. They understand what it is, bro. They know not the question. They understand. I'm still. Do they I'm, understand or do they respect it? They respect and understand it because they don't treat me no different. It's too they, different, they, it's too different. No, they they respect it, bro. It's no, they don't treat me no. They don't treat me no different. They don't be like, oh, he's this and that. They don't. They don't not come around me. They don't not pray whole hands with me. They don't not. I think what he's saying is that do you do that? I don't. Be accepted but, for who you are. No, or? I do this because it's me, and I do it for accepting my art for who I am. I don't do this for nobody else. I don't wear my earrings for nobody else every day. And wake up and play basketball. I don't play basketball my ears to press niggas. I do it because I like looking good in this shit, nigga. You feel me? I like I like playing in dangles. That's what I makes feel, you comfortable. It makes me comfortable. I feel naked when I'm not wearing my shit. You feel me? That's just me. I, I'm just do. I do all this for me. It's for me. If I inspire you to do what the fuck you want to do in your mind, then cool. I feel like he's at a point. I like the point where he made that there has to be a balance in everybody in your masculinity and femininity. Yeah. Like, you know, like, me and my cousins were talking about it, and I was, like, uh, having a conversation. It was, like, you know, my cousin brought that up, and he's, like, he's like you know, like, he's a brand owner. Shout out to Lemieux. Um, he was talking about how, uh, you know, he's very attentive to detail, and he was comfortable wearing tote bags. You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, that would be considered feminine. And, uh, you know, he's making a joke, like, uh, I, um... He's like the way I the way I throw my hair back. He's like, you feel you throw your hair back is the feminine way. You know, I'm like, how how can I masculine put my hair over my shoulder, nigga? Like, what more do you want me to do? He's like, nah, but you do do like a baby watch throw over type shit. And I was like, well, I mean, what do you? What do you I I can't help it, nigga. My hair is down my my back and it's hot. How I'm supposed to like, Ugh. Ugh. like how do you want me to throw my hair over the back? But I get what he's saying. At the end of the day, there's. There has to be a balance in yourself to be that I don't feel like I'm even feminine doing this. I just feel like this is me. Like it's not even like it's a look at, and I feel like a lot of it is social society labels. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, you know what I mean. Like what it's because women can be, um, you know, uh, what can I? You said you said being a man that you're like a hunter, not a hunter, a provider. And women can be women can be providers too. And that doesn't necessarily mean that that woman is a masculine woman just because she's a provider. We just put that a provider is a masculine. 
social construct that we live in right now will make it seem like I'm being rebellious or like someone's being rebellious because. But you are a rebel. Yeah, yeah, I am a rebel, but I don't do this shit because I'm trying to purposely like trying to purposely prove a point. That's just me trying to strive for attention. I rarely like attention. I be in a house, man. So when I come outside, it's like you may see it, you may see it. So I'm not doing this for no rebellious reason, even though it may come off as I'm being rebellious. I'm just truly being. I said I really said it because again, I I watched this whole like fingernail wave come and go and again that's definitely a feminine act and I watched people who did it and who made it cool and it's like why yeah some niggas do shit like that for trendy shit yes you know I mean? it was for trendy it's just trendy shit or did they do it because oh they said men are supposed to almost like you're always gonna have the reverse of it like the now the trend is to wear dirty Air Force Ones you see, that that's never been the shit. When, when did you ever, like, that so shit would not fly? Niggas is now Why dirty. Why on us? Why on you? What is that going to do to us if you wear black yeah, air I was forces? just looking. Nah, I don't give a fuck black air forces. Yeah. What are you saying? I'm just, I'm just, just saying. Society has made it, like, has put a stigma on black air forces for whatever that, reason. Man. But, again, that's pointed the whole thing. asking the same question, like, what? But again, so that goes back to is it rebellious or is it really you it's like not, wearing, it's a black pair of sneakers. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not talking about no, I'm not talking about Air Force One. Oh. That's again, I think that's just like that's memes. Yeah, I think that's like what white what people say, see. What were you really saying, brother? I'm sorry. All, I forgot. A lot of niggas is pandering these days and do a lot of shit to fucking try to impress women and, and fucking and it come. You can tell when it comes off awkward. It comes see off forced. You can tell. You, can you know tell why? Because people are pan- panderers and bandwagoners. It's like everybody in Shiroom for the Celtics right now. The fucking bandwagon. I'm a Celtics. But there's only you got I, no team. I only do it because they beat my Heat. So I, I give them that respect to you know you beat us to the finals. I will give you the respect to root for your way. You feel me? That game two looked a little different. Celtics fans, very different. Hey, game three yeah. today. That game two looks very different. Hey. No one has ever asked me that question. Like, is it? Am I being purposely rebellious or am I being me? I like that question. I think the people who wear dirty Air Force Ones are being purposely rebellious. I think people that wear dirty shoes are purposely rebellious. No, but motherfuckers go out their way to now. And again, I don't think it's, it's made just like a certain type of person. Nah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> again, and I think it's the same person who made the who made the black Air Force Ones. Right? Now, all of a sudden, people think that new. Yeah, man, Nobody man, ever like, thought that like shit. I said, man, that, that's that. Black Air Force Ones, you're going to rob yeah. me. Like I said, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Steph Curry's out, man. Steph Curry woke up, boy. I don't know why he sat on that bench game one so early. Oh, we sitting in the basketball now. Yes, we are, man. Game, uh, game two. I thought he was gonna go into that some auto shit, that trouble. Uh, I just no, wanna no. say this oh. nigga said we going to basketball. Yes, and then he went into whatever he went into. <laughs> nigga, we talking about basketball. Rest in mm-hmm. peace, trouble. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that in a few. Let's talk Rest about that. Peace. Let's talk about that now. Oh shit, space? 
It's looking like Pat Riley is not gonna. If you're a Heat fan, it's looking like Pat Riley is not gonna trade Bam. Well, I be jump from that. <laughs> Let's talk about the finals first, nigga. I don't give a fuck about none of those teams. It's the finals, though. Y'all like, don't watch game no, three tonight. No, I watch game two. Don't cap. I like the. I still like the Warriors just because I like the Warriors. So you still got Warriors in, in what five? Six. Warriors in six. You're going back to Boston now. Them two games of Boston, I mean, it's the Warriors, the, 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 the Boston held it down. I could, I, if I was the Celtics, I could live with that. That game one and then game two, we adjusted. Now we're going back home. I think it's going to be the same thing. They're going to split them and they're going to go back and forth. But Who do you think's winning tonight? Warriors. I'm going to have, have to say the Warriors. Well, you know, Celtics have this whole, Celtics. they haven't had a back to back loss. Celtics. So, they're going to get that. TD Guard is going to be a tough place to play tonight. <laughs> so I don't think so. Grab that. I think I think them boys is mentally prepared. Like they're just too they're just too they swaggy. Who? The the Warriors do swaggy in their interviews. They're like, we don't give a fuck. We know. Let's see. I'm just going off Draymond. Draymond Green is just like, all right, it's what we gotta do. Draymond's pretty much their confidence, bro. He's hey, their man. Draymond. He's their Draymond blocker. Is, he's their bully. Draymond's he's, their Dennis Rodman. Yes, and I fuck with it. All right. I didn't like, like it for college, a long time. You know, Williams Williams the third is Celtics no, no, no. Dennis Rodman. I didn't like, aggressive whatever, bro. I still don't like the Celtics, but I didn't like I didn't like a boy for a long time. What's going on? Y'all niggas need papers? Yeah, bro. I got papers, bro. Hold that, bro. My bad, guys. We, <laughs> hey, well, y'all, y'all listen, man. We got a podcast here. Do better. Knock out saying, man. Uh, NBA with this, with the, with this, the Celtics. The Celtics right now, I honestly feel like they're gonna they gonna they gonna do good, bro. I think the game two, Curry woke up. I think Curry was too comfortable game one, and them niggas put together a phenomenal 17-04 quarter comeback in game one. But for game two, Steph Curry sat down when he was supposed to sit down when, he, when his work was finally done. When he put a good 20-point lead in a later end of the third quarter, he felt way comfortable sitting down that third quarter and letting them niggas. Get their momentum back, get it together, and go into that fourth quarter to be like, nigga, your threes don't matter. We already figured out how to stop you. We already had that second quarter where we stopped you with no points. You had that fire first quarter, but then we've got to figure it out. And that's why they won that game one. That game two, though, Curry realized, oh, no, no, I can't get no games. That's a great one. Great, great game great one. Great game one. For the Celtics. But that's a literally, but that's the epitome of y'all got that because we let y'all. If they damn near. Don't, don't 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 diminish they win. No, bro, who's sitting down Steph Curry at that point? They felt comfortable. They thought they had to win. Yeah, they thought. And, they, and, and, they and, that, that, and don't diminish. That's they Warriors take, fucking fault. Yes. Exactly. Don't diminish. Don't diminish and be like, oh, we gave it to you. That's Warriors fucked up. They should have never took the nigga out. Game two went. That was a completely different. Yes, y'all had that fourth quarter. Y'all realize y'all can't sleep on the young niggas. That's pretty much what they realized. Yeah, yeah, but game two. There was an extensive difference in gameplay there. There was that, oh shit, the Celtics really better figure it out because the Warriors look like they're having a blast out there right now. Curry was coming down, and I said, I was literally calling shots. I said, listen, I've seen this nigga Steph Curry come down, had the mouthpiece in his mouth, dribble the ball twice, fix the mouthpiece, get the pick, shoot. And immediately when I said that, I said, look, look at this boy, he coming down. Tune on the mouthpiece. 
Big smile piece pick. Whoop. Bam. Three. I said, this boy is dangerous. Came back and did that two more times in a row. Whoa, 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 whoa. Y'all yeah, had that shit figured out in game one. But what y'all gonna do about this? What y'all gonna do? Because he's showing up for game three. I think that's what they're waiting for. He's waiting for game three in Boston. It's gonna be a different thing. So that's why I feel like, and I feel like the the the, the whole Celtics have not lost a game back to back. It's a good thing in their series that I can, I will I will admit hey. them niggas do adjust after their losses. I will give them that they do adjust. Like I thought they had, they was coming in. They came kind of shaky in game one. They came out looking like they were strong in game two. Jalen Brown was hitting threes, bang bang. And then next thing you know, Jason Tatum had a quiet. Uh, Their coach is a decent. He's coming from the Spurs, yeah, like, man. Put some respect on that black man. He's good. Uh, yeah, I say Udoka. He's a good coach. I'm saying he's coming from Better the Spurs. He's coming from the Spurs. Great under, black. under good. He was under a good coach, Greg Popovich, for about a good couple years. So he so. has some good coaching staff. Yeah, so he has he has some and he, knowledge and, player, and knows how to and adjust. He was a player. Yeah, so he knows how to adjust and. So Boston's in good hands, bro. I feel like Boston. I, I, I see him call. I see him call one of the refs a pussy last game. He like, he got the tech. Pussy ass. That's why he got the tech. He was saying something, but then he got the tech. He's like, you will give me the tech? I'm gonna say what I wanna say now. Like, Jeez. you talking, talking, come on, man. You really, yo, that's some bullshit. Tech? What? He's like, pussy ass fuck, bro. Man, fuck this shit. It's over now. I'm gonna walk away now. You already gave me the tech. So, it, I'm not gonna yell at you anymore to get the double technical. Nah, I'm out. But I'm gonna speak my mind now. I'm gonna show I'm frustrated. You would be reaching to give me a tech. You know you can't hear me over here. So, you just gotta see me upset and frustrated with your ass right now, but it's cool. And he, you know, and that could even say that's the reason why they lost that game too. The coach was not in the complete Mike mindset. I said that watching the game. The, the yeah, interview. He, he got out. He got out his element. No, not even that. When, it, when they did the interview, and he was like, he said, he said something like along the lines of, "They're not going, or they can't go back to Boston down 2-0." So in his head, they had already took the loss. Oh yeah, you said you were like they already knew they they kind of already. Settle with a loss. Yeah. Just, they already focus on game, game three. three. Yeah, they're already thinking about game three. They're already gonna. They're already like, we might get this done, so fuck it. Yeah, so fuck it. Let's worry about game three. They was already, I think they had already mentally checked out. And then at that time, Steph Curry's is like, you can't do that. Niggas just gonna kill you. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, not a splash brother. Take that shit off his name. He ain't a splash no more. Look, man. Clay Thompson, I, I, he's splash. trying to come back. Yeah. He's not. He's care, definitely not man. right now. He's hey, definitely not what he used to be. That boy ain't a splash, brother. No more. All right? So he, he got it. I, I give him his time to come back. He's one of those fans. One of them harsh That's niggas. That's what I'm saying. I'm not even a fan of the Warriors. His first year. Nah, bro. He's not. Y'all going to tell me that? Stop. All y'all. Bro, he hasn't played in like a year and a half, two years. I don't care about what he didn't play. How he playing right now is not up to par. Shut up. Nigga, he yeah, has to get back. Against the and he's coming yeah, back. He's sense. getting warmed up back. They needed that, I'm sure. But he's up to par. We're talking about Clay Thompson. Bro, he was coming off an injury. Oh, this is bad, not like an injury. Whatever your reason is, can y'all agree that that's true? He's not the same of guy. Yeah, right, he's so he's not playing up to par, right? But this I, I don't want to hear a but. Can y'all admit that? I didn't say but. I said, of course not. So he's not. You can say that too, Jay God. What? He that gets a pass. He's not playing up to He gets bar. a pass, though. He gets a pass, my man. You're just not giving him a pass, but he gets a pass, bro. Why should I give him a pass? 
He gets a pass, bro. He's so how long is his pass? It's just like Olo Depot. It's just like Olo Depot. He was fucking up a lot, but I realized nigga coming off injury, so he got a pass. How, but next year, he better play up the par. How long is his his pass valid for? Who? Clay Thompson. When can we start saying, yo, this nigga needs to shape up now? If, mid, if middle of next season, he's still yeah. playing how he's playing now. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, all right, all right, bro. You got to make some type of improvement now, okay. bro. Like, we don't fully expect you to be 100%, but make at least a 20, 30%. Like, you're getting there, bro. Niggas can respect what it. What if he doesn't and now he's just like the eighth man on the board? That's just how it goes then. Right. That happened to my nigga D Rose. He was MVP one season, fucked his knee up, and now, what is D Rose now? Uh, was a, a journeyman. And he's still D Rose. He'll, still, he'll, he'll go off sometimes. He'll go off, but he's not the D Rose that we know. He's not that nigga that we the out the gym, well, out running niggas. He's not a Splash Brothers. It was a nice time that they had together. But he's not that anymore. Until he is, he's not. You're tough, boy. Y'all just said it. Y'all just said he gone. Y'all gonna give him a pass to. All right, let's give him the pass. But we are gonna take the facts. But right now, you're not up to par. It's not. That's that's facts on facts. That's. Let me compare your stats now to your stats previously. Oh. Not your gameplay then to your gameplay now. I don't think anybody expects it to be up to par yet. From where like he was, he's, I mean, because he's Clay Thompson again, you expect Steph Curry numbers or something close. I expect him to play better than he's playing right now. You're being an irrational basketball player. Well, follow what you want. <laughs> you was trying to bring up Bam out of Bayou. That nigga is in Cabo right now. <laughs> Yeah, and he's not getting traded, even though I feel he's like... He's trying to make that more valid of a point than the finals as Curry. Oh, fuck my head. Alright, so let's get to that trouble, man. What the fuck, bro? I think before trouble, we should start with uh, Metro Boomin. That's yeah, all tied in, yeah. Recipes to R. Yeah, R.P. Metro Boomin's mom. Yeah. That shit's crazy too. Rest in peace to my homeboy Phil as well, man. I just lost my homeboy Phil, and I just found out one of my girl's brother's homeboys has passed away today too. So it's crazy shit going out, man. One time for everybody who is no longer. Time for trouble. Time for Michael Mom. Time for Phil. Time for AJ. Everybody we just lost in this previous week. It's crazy. Sad part is that how how trouble passed. Very sad story. Similar to from what I heard, something about my homeboy passed. It's crazy. Um, you know, when you tell us about? My homeboy has a barber? Yeah. Yeah. That's something. I don't know if it's a complete story, but from what I heard, that's not a reason to go out. Like, bro, that chick is not even your girl no more, bro. I, I'm saying. That's the times, though. Let's be real. Yeah, let's be let's real. Be real. Let's Niggas not say. Shooting, they shot in DMs, pulling out the chick's script. Don't know what her current situation or her previous life was like. And they just trying to get the yams and hit and whatever, whatever. And you don't know nothing about this bitch. Niggas be horny. Niggas be trying to fuck. And they going to take the pussy that's being thrown. That's the sad part about it. Agreed, but. I could have just fought. Trouble. You didn't have to shoot the nigga, dog. The nigga broke in the house. 
So yeah, it's not bro, even like he lived there. Yeah, he broke into he the broke crib. He broke into yeah. the crib. That so shit's fucked up. It's not over. I don't think it's over another girl. I think Trouble went there fighting. No, he, I think he, he was just the other nigga. He, he was, was sleeping. He sleeping and woke up to some fuck shit. So we can't say it was Trouble yeah, over. He wasn't like, doing no he wasn't, wasn't like he was Trouble, but that's because he was he was just doing his thing, bro. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not, it's not his fault. That's what I'm it's saying. It's really the fault. The other nigga, he took it to another level. You beat the chick. Well, I don't said, know the story. I don't know what shorty. No, said. I read the little thing. I don't know if shorty. No, said. no, no. I read the little. I, I read the little um excert. They said chick said, um told him the police report. Nigga woke her up, punched her. Like he punched her. That's how she woke up. He was beating her ass. And then Trouble woke up, and then them boys probably, and then he shot him in the chest. Like, mm-hmm. And the nigga ran off. And then his mom, the nigga's mom, kind of got him to surrender to the police. All type of slackness, bro. That shit's wild, bro. You don't deserve to go out. Crazy world, man. Rest in peace, man. I streamed that Edgewood, man. That's a fucking fire project. I feel so weird about that. Is it only me? What? Like, no. I love Edgewood. Mind you, remember we were just listening to Edgewood probably what the week before he passed? Was we not just listening to Trouble? And he was like, "Ooh, this that Edgewood," and I was like, "Oh yeah, you already know." I'm like, I went back and revisited this album, which was just crazy for me to like hear that he passed away the following week. I just, just we just randomly sitting in the back, and I was just playing randomly different songs, we was just chilling. I was just playing a little bit of 2018. That's what I was. I was playing some of my favorite projects in 2018, and Edgewood was definitely one of them. And we were talking about how Edward, like 2018 was a great year for music. And I played some of the Edward shit, and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And Drew was like, oh, you know what I mean? So it, mm-hmm. the shit just kind of fucked me up. Like, what, bro? Like, I just lost my homeboy to him getting shot in the chest. This nigga Trouble dies to getting shot in the chest. And then, like, it's fine. Like, that shit just kind of hit me kind of differently, bro. Especially because my homeboy got a daughter. I have a daughter, bro. Like, come on. That goes no, that goes with his brother and everybody. I, I you. Mac Miller's taken care of. Yeah, I'm but, not saying that's not. Mac Miller songs make me really emotional. Yeah, I got a whole Mac Miller playlist. It's hard for me to listen. And that all of his shit that when he was alive, and I've listened to that one time when I miss my guy Mac. So that holds me through. But I look at him, listen to Max. You know what I mean, like Max. I listen to Mac Miller often. Yeah, so like, but you know, like for example, like Prodigy's album, why uh, what's the name of this drop? H-N-I-C. 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 I was playing that, and I can't lie, I was thinking about like, damn, I didn't appreciate this album as much. <laughs> I feel bad. Like, damn, and I was running, I was just running it up, listening to it. And now, now I'm seeing more people posting about, oh, it's
It's kind of, it's not weird per se, but y'all don't feel it's, weird. It's, emo- it's, it's, emo- it's emotional. Like if it's an artist you like or you kind of fuck with, and then to listen to the music again, it, it puts you to place like this is like it, it, it's like damn when they made this they didn't know like this was gonna be like it's, it's a, a premonition like yeah. just like listening to Nip and listening to Mac when they ha- have certain bars when they generally like foreshadow their own death. There's so many in that Max Miller's, and he talks about just exactly how he's gonna die, in the same way Nip says it's just like he dies exactly the same way, and it's it's almost spooky hearing it like that. But I love hearing it like I don't love hearing it because they're dead, but I love like just the energy that they're still here, like they they left something here that will be played forever, forever. Mac Miller died, it fucked me up. I ain't gonna fuck. That's probably the one I was like, damn. But again, hearing it, hearing Listen, it back. Man, my Mac Miller playlist is official, man. I got Apple Music, y'all listen to that. It's gonna get y'all through. It's a, how long, what is it? 41 tracks, 2 hours and 48 minutes. Yeah, Red and Dot Music is my favorite. Red Dot Music is on there. Of course. Doors, Come Back to Earth, Objects in the Mirror, 2009. Ascension, R.O.S., which is my favorite match song. Me too. You a real nigga. So I was thinking that Rain or Shine, but it's something that's, different. That's, that's, uh, Rain or Shine that's, that's, is my shit. That's, that's my favorite. Said, I hope your new man make you laugh like I do. Ooh. Baby <laughs> on self-care, small world. Remember me? What's that? That's on... No, Red Dot Music is one song. Yeah, that's about playing music with the silence off. Playing movies with the sound off. Playing music with the sound off. Playing movies. Playing movies with the sound off. What was the song? Remember. Remember. I don't think that became my playlist. Red Dot Music is with Action Bronson. Oh yeah. I don't think remember. I got Avion. I'm not real. SDS. Objects in the mirror. Red Dot Music. She's and watching movies. That's part of the whole thing. Yo, but some of the best Mac verses are like hidden verses. Anything he did with Absol is amazing. He has some shit with uh the Free Radicals, amazing, amazing. Yeah, that's why school was. He did the interview. Schoolboy was crying over this shit. Like he was. Yeah, he was, that's his dog, bro. Yeah, like I was. It, it's fucking crazy. I'm not that fuck. I fucked Schoolboy Q up, yeah, Fucked a lot of people up, man. Yeah. I, I was talking about, the, you know, it's crazy. I went back and looked at my old Young Go Ahead page videos. And I was looking at that. Um, when I was I starting the Young Go Ahead, like, doing weekly reviews on, like, what was coming out. Right, I was doing that shit right, like, in the midst of XXX past. Mind you, I just went and seen the past uh, thing. And I had dedicated a whole episode to him, you know, and I was... 
you know, it was it was crazy. I was like, damn, I forgot I even did this. Like, I went back and looked, like, I, you know, took a moment of silence out the pod, and then I doubled down about, like, you know, be careful with the company you keep. Um, but then I was talking about how it's hard for these artists, hard for these fans and these kids today. Like, you know, like, at that time, Lil Peep just passed, uh, what's the name just passed, and Juice World later will pass, and all these people are just passing, like, they're, they're fans, like, Biggie, and Pac, like I said, was probably one of the most that I can remember from my age group when that was young and somebody passed away. You was just bumping them like they you were like they were current. It wasn't like no, they were tired and they old or some shit. Like they are the hot person right now. You listen to one and they just whoop drop out. That shit's happening at a very excessive rate. I think that's a very very like looking at that as a consumer side. That's that's very emotional. Like Nipsey was emotional for everybody in here. I know that. You know what I mean? Like, but we're not 16 and 14. Imagine like Juice World dropout. You was just listening to him get out of his album. You was about to start rapping because Pop Smoke was fucking like, 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 and like you know what I mean? Like this shit. Like you are from Atlanta, the same place of trouble. He's the hottest nigga. You look up to him. Like, that's, that's a lot. You can see why a lot of these kids is lost and misguided, bro. They have their own feeling. Like, what do they listen? I don't know about y'all. I listen to music that calm me down or sometimes just chill me out. And when I get emotional, probably the most comfortable thing I'm listening to. This is like, the majority of people I listen to are still alive. My favorite rappers, the majority of them are, are still here. Like, I listen to Hov a lot. I listen to Nas, I listen to Common. I can say really, like, right now in my top five, I definitely listen to whole Common. And Nas is probably the most. And recently. And I still throw my child called Chris Q-Tip and my, my Lupe in there. But I can definitely say that I probably listen to every month Jay-Z, Nas, and Common. I feel like older rappers, I feel like the reason why I like younger rappers, like a young, young generation, kind of, Early. You know the drugs and shit. The accessibility. Little key, rest in peace. Yeah, little key. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That shit was fire. Accessibility too, too, you're right. That shit's crazy. Little key was fire too. That shit's wild. Yeah, bro, I'm saying, bro. Accessibility, for the most part, when young niggas get killed and shit, is accessibility. Back in the day, he wasn't as accessible to Rockefeller and Rough Riders and. Um, Mob Deep and where all these other rappers, it wasn't so accessible, and then they had crews on top of it, so it wasn't that easy. And niggas wasn't on the internet, so you didn't know where niggas was at. You had to actually be in that city or be tied in. So I think that's it makes it easier now. You got the social media, the internet, niggas be fucking up, trying to flex and show the fans where they at and where they eating. And there's come on, man. There's niggas real. that there's there's niggas that smart, but they use it for evil. Let's be real, They'll bro. pick up clues and you feel me? People can't live their life, man. It's hard. Like, that too. A bit, you, you, like, it's ways you gotta play the clothes. You gotta know it's gonna treat. If you do what you do, you do the way you live, of course. But everybody just wants to live, bro. No, I feel, I feel that. Like, it's... it's. Well, when you when you got notoriety, and you gotta realize, dog, when you got that type of notoriety and money, you gotta realize most people don't got that. And they're gonna idolize you, idealize you, good or bad. 
So you feel me? Like they, most people not, don't have when when people look up to these rappers and they talk about their cars and shit. It's what niggas fantasize about. They want that shit. But for the most part, most of these people are not gonna get this shit, bro. They're not. And some people feel such a way about it that they get like it's not really at the rapper or whoever they're trying to go at, but it's their feeling and how they feel about themselves, bro. That they may not feel confident in themselves to get to that point that they knock another person off just to kind of feel in that moment, even though it's not gonna make you feel good in the long term. But that's how deep this shit get, right? And that's, and that's why you have to move carefully. As much as you want to live your life and live freely, you got to be wary of that shit and realize not everyone will be happy for you. 90% people are not going to be happy for you. No matter what kind of success you get, you can have small success, niggas are not going to be happy because you're going to make them feel away. When you start living life to not make everybody else happy. No, but it's, but it's not even yeah. about making nobody happy, bro. You can just be living your life and doing. No, I you. know, but but, but just doing you can make someone but mad. That's, you gotta remember, <coughs> a lot of people are lost, like I said before. Yeah, it's true. A lot of people are living life over the acceptance of others. People are buying shoes and brands and clothing because it's the hot thing. Who says it's hot? around them because they see what they exactly so at the end of the day people are not always so aware of self period like you gotta have knowledge I mean but we if we can stick to like you have to have knowledge I'm always gonna preach self self knowledge and self awareness but again I I think we stared off of like the gangster (laughs) aspect of it gangster quote unquote let me put that what do you mean, gangster? As, as to why this is happening. Like, it's not even gangster shit, bro. I feel like none of, if none of us here. Like, yeah, they portray that, but I don't even think it's gangster shit. I really do believe it's. it's niggas just feel away. Nick, some niggas. Some I mean, of these niggas come from the hood, come from, you know, lower income. And my mom always says something those who don't have, come have, or some shit. Meaning, like, when they finally get to it, they're going to do the most. Compared to someone that's kind of used to the shit, they're not gonna do the most because they understand it a little more and what comes. When it comes to money, yeah, yeah. yeah. just oh. or just material, anything in general, popularity, social, social, whatever, whatever it is. Some person that didn't have it, they're gonna do the most. They're gonna be extra. Okay, that's not always. That's not always true. But right, so so to what you speak about, about yeah. right, say, okay, say yeah. maybe what I'm you, going too generalized. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Let me bring it back. Let's talk about what we <laughs> actually know. We, uh, we, we actually know why niggas kill niggas. Yeah. But we, 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 talk, we know, know but we do know how they died because it's posthumous, and we know like what they rapped about. If we talk about artists in, ter- in term, like I said, Mac was a, a druggy rapper. You have to keep it real, and he rapped and spoke about him dying of overdosing all the time. He would get shot. Yep. Same. Nip. Hate to say nip. Trouble. What about nip? Die young. Just victory, lap. yeah. Just the energy. Not even victory lap. Marathon. He said he's gonna die young. He ever did. Nigga said if one of my homeboys kill me, nigga died, died from shitty cuz shot him. His homeboy, same game. On multiple times. About I don't know what I'm saying, y'all, death is at her tongue. Dmx. Dmx. Because death is out of tongue. The power of the tongue, tongue, tongue is real. And 
And I remember when that Lyft driver, remember when that nigga picked us up? He was like, he used to rap, but he was like, the things he rapped used to come true. He was like, that's the reason why Pac and Biggie died, because they rapped about death so much, and they're post-humans and that. They spoke into existence. Yeah, they spoke into it, yeah. It, it, came a pro- it came a self-prophecy. Uh, prophecy. Yeah. I mean, so well, in that aspect, then how can we how can we hate on niggas that's like talking about tripping jewelry, all that shit? They speak There's about no hate. I don't, I don't no, like I'm not this saying not, shit. but it's like, but that's not the life you live, though. You know what I mean? But it's like, oh, well, I'm trying to live that life. Okay, if you have, okay, let's say your diamonds are fake and that's your drip, you still, that's the, that's the life you live. Like, most niggas know most rap like diamonds is fake. About all type of diamonds and cars and shit it's mostly fake you know there's a few shout niggas out Lil Tecca Lil Tecca said it when they did Lil Tecca interview it's entertainment bro most niggas in rap music know that bro like they know like some character. of this shit is just it, it, it's a, yeah it's a character bro it's like it's just entertainment that's why niggas like I like trap rap you feel me because I see someone say that like I like trap rap because I know it's bullshit but Sound good or whatever, man. Yeah, niggas well, gotta understand you can't put too much stake into it. They're not making it, the police don't think it's bullshit because they are locking niggas. Oh, up yeah, because there's some niggas that's actually about what they're so fucking is saying. Is it bullshit? Is this trap life bullshit? Or are niggas really out here some killing be- niggas and talking about it in their music? Some are they speaking it to existence? That's shaky, man. That makes it 70-30, man. That makes it 70-30. It makes it 70-30 for me. It's vulnerability. It comes from a real place for some motherfuckers. For some motherfuckers, you know, it's fucking just entertainment. And it's just for a quick bat. But some motherfuckers, you just know, oh, this is is real. Or you can feel the pain. You can feel the vulnerability. That shit never lies. When someone's saying the real or speaking from a... You gonna feel it no matter what genre of music you feel like, on that on that uh on that Vory project. It had a song called Last uh, Los Angeles, and it was basically talking about like the girls that moved to LA, basically, and like you know the facade of like that they pretend to say that they live to be accepted and all that shit like that. Like he's like you know you really in school, but you tell niggas you dance. Like you tell every nigga that has a fan of me handsome. Like, you know, you just you just trying to live that life. You trying to be a part of you trying to be a part of those type of niggas world and you're faking it to make it and you're you know, you really don't have the money to live this certain lifestyle. You're doing things that you really don't like and agree with morally to just be accepted and to live you know what I mean? And you get lost like you like the city that they always say like LA is the city of vices. Like anything that you into, trust me, it's out here. Be careful.
biggest fans say that more, it would feel more comfortable. Like if you heard Jay-Z say, like, yeah, man, I be lost out here sometimes. I still be trying to find my way. He's like, what? Jay, not you. You know what I mean? Instead of the perception of a lot of people put you know on, 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 on most artists. Bring jay back down to earth in their mind. Like, so he was just like a... Right, but it's some, but people have celebrities in a different world that they really treat. Like you gotta think about it. Idealize them. Yeah. Like, like you gotta think about like somebody said it. Like, just like sometimes you come with celebrities, like you come with a name. Like you're no longer like able to do certain things. Like you go places, people are gonna take a picture of you. Like, oh shit, I just see. like your your peace, the way you have to live life in certain secrecy or hide certain things to yourself and how you have to farther maneuver in your life like it, 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 because you're famous and celebrity you're a celebrity like because people might just storm you might they might turn your grocery shopping experience into the worst thing in the world the 50 kids outside of the grocery store waiting for you you're like damn I knew I should never came here for milk I'm just trying to get some milk bruh <laughs> For my cereal, for my kids, bro, I'm fucked up. Now I gotta, I gotta call security to help me get out of this place. I gotta hide in the bathroom or some shit. I this, I can't even just take my kids to a park. So everybody's coming up to me, just talking. I'm having a real fight with my baby mothers, and niggas are just Recording. like it's just you know it's a a, a a a topic for the world to talk about. It's like, bro, everybody's in my business. Like this is like. It, it's a hard life to live. You should like, I want that. Like, it's what everybody looks up to. Like, it comes with a lot. You know what I mean? And everybody, of course, everybody says, like, I'd rather have money and have that. I got those, some of those problems now. I don't have money. Money doesn't bring happiness. And all, at the end of the day, happiness is all up to your own definition. People want recognition, man. They just don't, they just don't want to seem like an asshole feel like they're attention seeking to say like yo I, I, I do want to be acknowledged and fully in the spotlight sometimes it's okay to do that everyone deserves to be in the spotlight once you feel like you're the only person that can be in the spotlight and no one else deserves it that's what's the problem once you understand everyone deserves a spotlight at whatever point in time girl. but I think you seen the spotlight never turns off yeah it never turns it's always on bro it's just Whoever turns, it's not whoever's turn. It's not whoever's turn. Once you're famous, you're famous. Like when Brad Pitt goes to the fucking movies, Some goes to the grocery shopping. Some people are not shopping. famous anymore. Bro. They're known, but, the, but they. Kind but this of is what he said. Okay, when Tom Cruise goes to the grocery store, and with fucking Shia Buff goes to the grocery store, that grocery store is going crazy. Both on two different levels. Um, yeah, that can be. Okay. That's actors. They've been in numerous movies, but. It's a celebrity. Okay, even just but them, there's, there's, Celebrities, period. But there's motherfuckers that had the little quick 15 minute fame, or just like music stars that had the little one hit song that motherfucker may not even notice. That becomes. I mean, you feel that, me? Like, that niggas may know the song when they hear it, but the actual artist, you may not you, even notice that, that motherfucker, famous, bro. That can make you popular, but does that make you a celebrity? A celebrity? A different thing. It's a definition of celebrity. <laughs> I know. I, I think it's, it's X. X. Yeah, just going to, to the dictionary, man. Dictionary. So I'm, well, besides the dictionary, nigga, you know what we're talking about. I know, You're yeah. trying to be literal to the extent, but you know that, like, we're not talking about the kid that goes viral on Instagram. 
talking about Mariah Carey, Beyonce, Beyonce, talking about it ain't even a question. Like, you don't have to know that next. Just because there's 20, hundred other people who don't know that person is. Because, again, that may not happen to everybody. Ariana Grande, you may walk walk past her. I might walk by a million baseball players every day. I live in South Florida. I might walk by a bunch of celebrities, run walk by them, and saw that small. But to somebody, that person matters. And they're not going to treat that like a regular person. They're going to be like, oh, shit. Like. Tuki Tusa. Yeah, that's Tusi. Right there. That's like a local route. I would walk past Tusi if I didn't know who it is. But a 15, 16 year old girl is not going to just walk past Tusi. She's going to be like, oh, what's going on? Like, yeah, like, ah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And. Some hating ass niggas not gonna be like, oh, that's too sick. Oh, that's a little little nigga. Right, he got two. He got two. What you buying? So, he got money. Like that's the dangers of now you a celebrity, not popular, but that's the scary part. Some people think that they're a popular and they have to live their life because they care about and they see the so popular is not celebrities a certain status. It's like superstar. I get you. I get you. I get you. I get you. Not even that. Again, you can be a hood celebrity. Yeah, you can be a local celebrity. That doesn't mean that even, like I said, you can be a local celebrity. That doesn't mean that if you walk into your grocery store and everybody's going to blow up. I'm sorry, Somebody the might know you in that grocery yeah. store for sure. The weatherman may like, oh, yeah, exactly. nigga looks at Publix. Right. Like, I was at, I was at, I was at, uh, I think, what restaurant? I think, I don't know if it's Bull Campers. And, um, hey, what's her name? She does the weather for, for she's on the news. Laura Harvey. I said, wait a minute. That shit look like Tim Hardaway. Yes, it's me, my guy. Yes, yeah, me, nigga. <laughs> oh, shit, Tim Hardaway. It's crazy. I took a picture of that nigga at the gym. Random. You see? <laughs> Bro, like, I remember, I, remember I, I, was in like, I was in like, uh, what was it, like, Tennessee Airport or some shit like that, bro. And, and, and sitting down from a distance, but you know, like, when you're sitting down waiting for a plane versus the aisle that everybody's walking down to look for which gate they're going to. It's a little space. I'm sitting down, my thing. You know, I'm looking. I'm like, damn, that nigga look like David Banner. Mm. But that's David Banner. <laughs> and I was like, it was David Banner. And I was David Banner. I was like, that's just crazy. Like, the shit didn't even look like. It would just happen so quick. You didn't realize. You're like, oh, yeah. Like, he, he just pulled that off. He I just was... walked to the airport real quick. Memphis had a little daytime flight nigga just by himself. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, that's crazy. And I was like, I don't remember where I was going. Somewhere. I had to be Minnesota. I didn't fly nowhere else. It was a while ago. And I seen fucking, uh, who's a YouTuber or Instagrammer? Supreme Patty. Uh, Yeah, white boy. He's nobody. But he's Supreme Patty because he had his headband on. And before he got, now he's like a, he's like a fit dude. He's like real fat and greasy and like pimples and shit all over his face. And you could tell he was like, 
Hoping nobody knows and like, nobody gives a fuck about Supreme Patty, bro. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm gonna sit over here just because I don't want to be sitting next to Supreme Patty. <laughs> <laughs> fuck kind of shit is that? But now he's like, he changed his nigga got fit and stopped all the dumb shit and he realized like, yeah, changed his brand. He realized all that dumb shit doesn't work. Like it's not, it's not good for it's your health. No yeah, I mean it's probably lucrative. There's a lot of dumb niggas making money, but. Again, that takes a toll on your body. It's not, you know. Boom, game the same way. The niggas realize yeah. that. Yo, y'all. It's not y'all it. Y'all see, y'all see my boy Doctor. They try to tie up my boy Doctor Umar. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Press some white shit. <laughs> they try to say Doctor Umar was hollering at this white girl, and I like, and that man came with a plea video quick. They was like, oh no, nah, that nigga guilty, dog. That nigga say he's trying to hide like, my, oh she was a. Uh, the white lady was working on some sets or some shit like that. Next thing you know, the girl drops a video oh. of her at work at the set booth in the mall. And they're like, oh, the nigga beat the claims. Oh, the nigga really was. Not lying. I was hollering at the white hoe. And that nigga goes, nah, nah, I think he upset about the shit. Cause yeah. niggas was joking on this guy. Like, look at you, hypocrite. Nah. Talking about the girl from the stand had a video? I didn't know that. Oh, shit. They said they got a video of this nigga on a date with a white girl. I ain't even think Ooh, y'all boys? Yeah, when they y'all boys wild as fuck. Yeah, we stuck on the, the the nigga. The bus driver was asleep. This nigga, they were parked in the on 441 in commercial in the Publix Plaza. The long they were playing that. I don't know where they were playing, but they weren't on the bus. All the shit was on the bus. They went on the bus, and the nigga was sleeping. We got pictures on. My nigga Jimmy got pictures of us on the bus, and uh, we just went in there, went through the shit. I think it looked like a DVD or something. We were ignorant. <laughs> And we hopped off. The nigga, the bus driver was sleeping right there. And didn't do shit. And we just taking pictures, pictures of us on the N1 bus in the front. <laughs> Y'all boys is hot. Uh, when they came back, like, what the fuck? Hot boy central. I think it's like a DVD. He ain't like, his name would just say, this is from the N1 bus. <laughs> just to prove that it was real. Just to prove it was this real. Because you see the bus, and that's when they had the whole shit wrapped. You seen it the first thing we did, nigga, like 18, 19, pull over. Get on there, nigga pulls it, shit just happens to magically open. You go up there and there's a fucking fat nigga. Look like Carl Winslow. Sleep, <laughs> sleep on the left side of the bus and we're just, we just like tiptoeing around him and shit taking pictures. And then we hop out, take pictures on the outside. Oh yeah, I forgot. Saha dropped the project too. Oh, I didn't know he dropped. Dropped a little four track EP. Oh, I fuck with Saha. I definitely would have worked out it for that. Straight. It was cool, different little, little upbeat tempo, lyrical shit. Saha's always gonna give you bars. Yeah, he's gonna give you every little bounce. He got the shit he got with Spine. He got a song on there with Jack that I actually like. <laughs> I don't even like I think I heard it. Like I think I it's heard it. It's good. It's a single or something. I think I heard it. You probably saw it on the story. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah, so. Shit is pretty straight. Oh yeah, I did. That's why I heard it. You uh, you put me on first. You heard it here first, nigga. <laughs> I didn't know if, I didn't know it came out yet. I seen his like Saha's like 
freestyle. Pro, yeah, the freestyle and the promo for it, but I ain't know what I, I, I ain't watching the freestyle yet. I like to wait on certain shit. Like, when I have certain just time set aside, maybe the split, the chilling, mm-hmm. I'll just watch all the latest freestyles that's out. Like, I seen, like, Nick Grant freestyle was out. And I was like, I was talking about it, and the space was like, who? I'm like, what? You don't know about Nick Grant? It's been a while. Nigga, I went down the that with I'll be back from again the nigga from ATL Brooklyn from ATL he's actually a dope rapper I don't know if you ever heard of this shit uh when you probably heard from him is uh my email, him and Fab the, for the Puerto Rican Day Parade Ben I keep Maria 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 what is that why are you making up stuff I'm not I'll be back in Fab that's why you put the videos of them in the Puerto Rican Day Parade you heard it you heard it it's a smash that shit plays it's like the Haitian flag. Boy shit? Yes, I fuck with that. I heard, yeah, my, my New York cousin told me he liked it. I said, of course he fucking liked it. And, you know, I was like, oh, let's do it. I'm like, yeah, it's very New York. I'm not a fan of all those damn flips, man. It's too much flips for me. It flips like every song was a flip. They didn't really go in like the lab. But like, sad enough, not sad enough, but true enough. I don't know if it's bias or whatever. Flips were good. Songs are good. No Bobby V is obviously the best song. I don't know if it's because Fab's on it, but uh, I'd say that's the best. Yeah, one. I did like that. Slide with Fabio Foreign, that shit is hard. That's just fire. A lot of shit is dope, man. But you know, shit, you got shit with Benny on there. It's dope. It's dope. Cannot lie, man. Good music is coming out. Ooh, one more project to drop. Go check out the I'll Be Back, that nigga's apartment. 1B, you'll be pleasantly surprised. Let me get Brooklyn from ATL. This is dope. He's a dope rapper. Nigga, he's on, he's credited on uh, Kanye. Kanye's what, Late Graduation album? He wrote on that. He's on uh, 
The shit with him and most deaf. I think he's some tied to pun somehow. I'm too high to like really run down his catalog, but I'll be back. Trust me. No, that's pun son. I'll be back is. Hmm? No, nigga, I'll be back is like. I want to say like Pun's little cousin or some type of, he's tied in the Pun somehow. Oh, that's an artist name? Yeah. Oh, no, the nigga's name is Al B. Back. The nigga from ATL, Brooklyn from ATL, is an actual artist. And he's been in the game for like a minute. You just think, you probably heard him, you just don't know you have. Yeah. He's just behind the scenes, most of our writer. Mm-hmm. Man, niggas be getting the bag. I'm not gonna lie. I'll do that too. Beyonce, He's an actor, Beyonce. yeah, get his credits, get your writing credits on, producing credits on. Grande. Say what? I said, nigga get an opportunity. Like, I still want to be an artist that's known too, but if I get an opportunity to write for Ariana Grande or Beyonce. Don't or, stop writing. Obviously, but, you know. You can do it. Any big artist, Billie Eilish, whatever. You're going to do it. That's that bad. You're going to do it. Adele, that's that bad. You're going to do it. That's that bad. Same with me. You're going to Huh? Hey, I'm I gonna agree. do it. I'm going to do it. I agree. That'd be my. That's one of your goals. Yeah, one of mine. I want to write some shit too for an artist. I want to be. I want to be respected as a writer. I need to write more though. I'm about to drop mad shit. You I just think I'm an artist. I'm gonna have so much songs under my credits. All my streams. I Shop that. So you're gonna would you create would you create like a a listen tape and then sell the songs? What you mean a listen tape? Like okay, I want to sell this song and you create it and then you say okay, I want you to sing yeah, it. I'm gonna keep writing, dropping my writing. Oh, how how writer writers? Go? Yeah. How would you shop? Oh, how do you shop your so, writing? All right. So as a as a artist, so you know, BMI ASCAP. You're signed up as a registered songwriter, so we can just literally. Okay, can, I understand that. I understand how that so, works. How do you shop your demos? You, okay, demos. So the so, so say the songs that we put on. The songs we say the songs that we're putting on our project. Say that we didn't want to put it on the project, but we felt like the songs that we're making. We felt like a Denzel White do this one better. So you, so you try to tap into his manager, or whatever, and be like, yo, I got this song. Come check out the demo. I, I, I wrote it, got the hook, got the verse, got and melodies. I just need you to. And then they may switch up a little things to fit. They may switch the beat, whatever. But they might take exactly. You feel me? And yeah, that's how so that's how you shop as so, a writer. I already yeah. manage artists, right? And I already have a very connection with artists. So me being in writing processes with artists is never nothing. That's how I've even got any of those credits before. I was at the studio sessions. Niggas turn around said they had me Mind you, there's others. There's more than those four songs that I'm. Those are those. Those are the four songs I can think of right now. If you look up my name, so you'll find one that come up. But there's more songs that I've done with Mercy that I've done shit. And I'm like, 
that I'm making credit for or maybe not either way. So once that is already there, that's already established with mercy that I'm a value in that process. Like when we laying tracks down, Q, you gotta be here. You like your energy, I like your vibe. So now that's already established there. It's just making that known against other people. So once I bring more what value and worth here. Okay, so you just wanna be like, you're like in the room. It's not like you have, like you said, a demo to say, okay, I'm shopping. Yeah, I'm right. I'm not, dro- I'm not dropping songs. my music. What I'm going to drop is my, my poems that I have. I have a bunch of poems that I've written already. I'm just going to continue to drop those. I dropped my first poem two years ago. That probably to this day, I think June 5th. I dropped it. So I dropped that's called Self. That's on offense. It's still relevant to that. You know, so I dropped that two years ago. So I'm going to continue to drop more of those so that way people are like, oh shit. I like this one. I like that one. I ain't gonna lie. He's dope. I want him for my my album. Cause like I saw Mercy did. I did a whole home to Mercy's album. Big Rude type shit. Huh? Your own version of Big Rude. Just, just doing your you know how Big Rude was on like Billy Mob and all cast albums and just doing the Big Rube, okay. Yeah, like, it's a big room. Like oh, no, I've never seen that episode. No, I've never seen that platform. What they do? No, no. That sounds fire, though. Like somebody that just brings a bunch of artists together and writes and makes shit and call it Big Room. Don't worry. I'm going to create it. That's all right. Light bulb. <laughs> and I was like, like, what's Big Rube? Light bulb. I said, out of a logo, that shit. Like, right? <laughs> mm, I'm going to do that. That's a content piece. Just get two, two artists together, write a song together. Hey, give my percentage. Man. You're not getting your percentage. You didn't even know what that was. You said big yeah, rude, but, nigga. Big rude. But I still sparked it. Nigga, sparked shit. I sparked myself. And I said it. Sue me. Sue me. Sue me. You can't. You said big rude. You said big rude, but not big rude. If it wasn't for him mispronouncing. Or you wouldn't even thought of that. How do, you want, original how do you feel like you want 5% of the hard work? Nigga, I just create. want two. You, how do you feel you deserve... Two percent of a mistake. Cause if I didn't make that mistake, you would have never came up with no big one. He was there during the That's creation process, which really means we all get two percent. Lies. Y'all all <laughs> not getting two percent. <laughs> Look at that. Maybe your own homeboy trying to rob you. We all get three point three percent, man. Instead of me starting this whole, we shit all up, get three point three percent, man. Just know when I set this man. shit up, mm-hmm. space, you gonna get big money. Just cause you was here, you didn't even say nothing like you. He's gonna get percentage just because he's my homie and he didn't expect nothing and he didn't feel entitled to shit. Okay. My nigga's face, man. He just being. I gotta learn from you. Chill. These niggas will get you to say some shit, bro. I'm telling you. Every time. This is the humble you, you said?
We're going down. I'm not so Not so Sometimes it has to be like that. <laughs> Sometimes you, know, you could be a master P and, and just take that L if you gotta take that and be like, you know what? We might just never Sometimes, We might just have to be the homie. We can never be in business. We again, not, you might fall out, we're no longer homies and still only gonna settle the situation. I wouldn't even wanna do all that, bro. I think so. The nigga owe you. <laughs> You don't want to kill him. So, well, how much? That's how you, you know, figure just to walk away from shit. Yeah. Because it's going to spend more money trying Sometimes. to fight the case and win money. You spend more money and you get less back. Like, I'm, I'll, if I got to take the L, fuck it, man. Well, that's the truth, I'm back. Game three tonight, man. Hope y'all tapping in. Shout out to Jagar in space. New music is on the way. The fall try, is fucking try, mine. Try. The fall winter time is mine, man. Just know that some shit's happening, man. Just know that. Space going up in the summer. October baby shit. I told y'all I'm about to drop some poems in my head top. Wait till I do the session and I'm gonna shoot it. Shout out to my nigga Keyshawn. Sheriff, you might be there too. John the Sheriff is definitely gonna be called a lot. Called upon a lot to help out the media. Yeah, stay tuned, oh, you feel me? So, oh, I gotta ask you a quick question, too. So. Oh, shit. Yeah, rap. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, rap. Now? Oh, I mean, you guys are now. Um, so, I, I have an idea. Actually, I'm gonna take it off camera. Alright. Well, that's, that's, that's a good way to end it out. Yeah, that's yeah. a good off camera. So. Alright, so in the next episode, we do, we may hear. What transpired from this, or what didn't? Dragar be no longer humble. Will space turn up on these niggas? <laughs> Will DQ shut the fuck up? Will his parents find out next time on the next positive overthink? Will his parents find out about the cat? Oh man, that's the real one. We're not talking about that cat. R.I.P. Linston. R.I.P. to Linston. We'll end it on that. R.I.P. to Linston and everybody else <laughs> in Atlanta and out there running wild. Love. Love. Peace, love, love and understanding. Man. All from the Positive Overthinking Podcast. And uh, we out.